1: Do you like what you're hearing right now? Then be sure to check out VOC Nation, whether it's on VOCNation.com or your favorite podcast provider. VOC Nation offers the greatest in live and on-demand content, great interviews, and incredible insight from those who have lived the business seven days a week, VOCNation.com. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter at VOCNation. What's up? This is The Phenomenal One, AJ and You're in the room with Brady Hicks. (laughs) We'll <laughs> cnation.com and your favorite podcast providers a very special episode here tonight it's it's going to be an abbreviated one but i'm going to make it worth your while former wwe TNA, ring of honor star brian kendrick v brian kendrick going to be joining us shortly and i'm excited to be talking with him brady hicks here as always the lovely kathy says, kathy you're amazing Thank you so much for setting up this interview. I'm really excited.
0: No problem.
1: We're gonna have fun, right? He, he seems to me like he'd be, be a pretty funny guy. Oh, he, he's a riot. <laughs> is he anything like Bryant? Like, um, like uh, what his partner, uh, Paul London? Is he anything like him?
2: <clears throat> Paul is a unique person, and there's a thank yeah. God, there's only one of a kind.
1: <laughs> Good. Because thank God for that. Uh, no, Brian, Brian yeah. seems really cool. I'm really excited, um, and I've gotten unique perspective on, on him over the years. Like uh, one of uh, one of my favorite independent wrestlers from the last couple of years. Uh, uh, well, was Damian Adams, uh, Damian Smith. Now um, I can't think of a name offhand. I apologize. Damian Marga. has transitioned. Margot. Margot Smith. Tremendous person and uh yeah trainee of Brian Kendrick actually. I I've heard so many stories from Margot. Uh I think it's gonna be great. Uh we also have a couple callers on the line, Kathy. I'm gonna try and get them in before we get to Brian here tonight. Uh let's go to the phones and we will put on Dustin. What's going on, Dustin? How you how doing do, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good, I'm I'm excited. Got, I got goose
3: pimples. Yeah, Summer was a blast in person, and the RAW after in
1: Minnesota was a blast. Oh, you went to RAW too? Did I? I thought I saw no. you on TV. Was that you? No. Are you sure? No. Uh. It was somebody wearing no. a Kool-Aid T-shirt. No, it wasn't me. And he had like a pitcher handle coming out of his back. That wasn't you. No. Okay, all
4: right.
3: Because I, I would be wearing Seth Rollins shirt, so. Okay. Uh, I'm really okay. He didn't lose. I'm glad he didn't lose to SummerSlam.
1: Yeah, I figure he'll he'll probably hold on to the title until he loses it to Gunther before WrestleMania, I'm thinking. Maybe even at WrestleMania.
4: Drew,
1: or Drew
3: McIntyre. Or Drew. But Drew loses hey, to everybody now, well, Drew's about to turn heel, and I can feel it that he's going to be feeding the Seth it uh, start the new year. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I think uh, someone's going to beat Gunther before. But he's going to lose the Intercontinental Championship, Uh someone's going to beat him. Uh, and I don't think it's going to be Chad Gable.
1: No, 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 no. I, I don't think anyone's going to beat Gunther. I, I think... Kathy, I don't know what you think. I'm really disappointed about this, but I, I think Honky tongue's Man's record here is going to go away,
2: and that makes me really sad. Yep, it seems they're pushing Gunther to the top. Uh, but the Honky you know,
1: Tonk Man, you got to admit, he was the greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time. <laughs> the greatest.
3: SummerSlam was a I, I can't SummerSlam was a, was a was a phenomenal show. Like, I really enjoyed it.
1: That's good. I'm, I'm glad you. I'm glad that you got to go to SummerSlam and Raw, and that you it, had a good time. Except, and you hung out with Kid Rock. You were saying,
3: um, except the main event match.
5: you asking me if Seth main.
3: was the main event? No, no. I was uh, disappointed that that uh, the way the main event ended. Oh, you mean with Jey Uso?
1: Yeah. Well, I think if Jimmy was Ro- going to come back.
3: Well, I uh, knew Rowan was going to win regardless, you know. It was a hell of a match, you know. Like, there was a lot of – and then Rowan Reigns apparently suffered a little – suffered a injury in that match.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were talking about that. He's going to be okay, I think, especially since they probably won't need him until uh, the Saudi show. so Or, or, or even the Survivor Series. I don't think uh, he's, you have he's to worry
3: be about out. him he getting get- out. He's gonna be on SmackDown tomorrow. They're doing a Hell to the Tribal Chief uh, ceremony, and Jimmy Uso is gonna gonna acknowledge the Tribal Chief tomorrow.
1: Okay, you know what? I got a bold prediction for you. I think what? over the next six months, I think uh, Jey Uso is gonna rejoin Roman Reigns.
3: I don't think so.
1: See, so you think they're gonna
5: keep really them don't. separate?
3: I think so. I really do. But I think Jimmy's going to rejoin. So. I don't think so. Jimmy will rejoin. But,
2: um...
1: You, what yeah, do you I think, think Kathy? Kathy? You think so? Yep, I do. I think, okay. Yeah, Kathy really...
2: thinks so. Yeah.
3: Okay. Um, so, I uh, Birdie, do, you know, do you know whose birthday it was yesterday?
1: Uh, Alexa Blisses.
3: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, her and Ryan Cabrera are expecting a baby, so uh,
1: it's good for them. God, it's like you're like the kind of person who likes to pour alcohol on wounds, aren't you?
3: And guess what? Uh, Rhea Ripley and Buddy and uh, Buddy Matthews got engaged yesterday.
1: Yes, I saw that as well. You're you're really on top of the news wire tonight, though. Right.
3: Well, because I'm on social media a lot, I see
5: things.
1: Okay. So
5: okay. um,
3: uh, the, the next right. pay-per-view I will be it will be yeah will be Royal Rumble next year. So that's our uh, as, as okay. the last one this year. You're not
1: going to go to the Saudi Arabia show? No.
3: Nope.
1: Uh, next one I, I go thought, to. Will be, I thought uh, for
3: sure you would go there. No, the next one will be for Royal Rumble next year.
1: Kathy, couldn't you see him in a Saudi Arabian outfit, Dustin? <laughs> <laughs> mm, uh...
3: Uh, Brady, here's some news. I will be, I will be at WrestleMania in Philadelphia.
1: Can we we'll, we'll be able to meet up? That's the question.
3: We'll see. Uh, we'll, I'll, see. Uh, we'll We'll have to get. We'll have to. we we'll have to get a, I'll to get a hold of sometime between that time next year.
1: Yes, for sure. We'll we'll go out to dinner maybe.
6: So
1: Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure a bunch of locals will be around. You know, maybe you can. Uh, we can finally meet you.
3: Yeah, um, you know, uh, it, it's a long <laughs> time coming. Uh, you know, I've, I've been calling in for a long time on the show. It'd be cool
1: to finally meet you in person. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, Ratboy will be by my side.
0: My side. That'll make it yeah. exciting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so, not. Uh, Maybe uh, not. Uh, <laughs>
3: NXT, this this week, man, uh, honestly, I kind of knew that, that Rhea was going to help Dominic win again.
1: Yeah, well, it's kind of their thing, right?
3: Well, uh, it's just, uh, you know, sending them to NXT, uh, I just don't know if that's a good idea. Why? Uh, he, but, but you know he can work on some things, you know, get better, you know, and okay. I think him being there Tuesdays will help, you know. Sure. AEW sure. last night was really good too.
1: Yeah, I, I thought it was okay. I I enjoyed it. The Jericho segment was very interesting. Why? Because everybody quit his group.
3: Well, I was I wasn't expecting that, and I wasn't expecting him to join the Don Cowles family. Yeah, I kind of
1: thought he might.
3: But here's the thing. Don Callis turned on Kenny Omega. I could see him doing it to Jericho.
1: Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. I was kind of hoping it might lead to the Inner Circle getting back together.
3: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. A revamped version of Inner Circle.
1: Yeah, because you're not going to get Santana and Ortiz. They can't stand each other.
3: Actually, uh, actually... According to Ashley? creative, uh, they're they're going to be teaming together again.
5: Okay. I <laughs> think I you're calling me the Asher. Uh,
3: they're, they're uh, Santana's supposed to return sometime soon, and he's supposed to. They're supposed to uh, reform their group. So.
1: Well, I'll ask my sources about that. I hope you're right. They were a good team.
3: <laughs> yes. Anything else, but man? One of the best teams, in, in, in right now is FTR.
1: Uh yeah yeah well you can't argue with that so
3: yeah they're one of the greatest of all time you know and and they the matches they've been Brett
1: Hardy for me you know the thing
3: is okay I got one question ask as I go who do you think's gonna win that trios tag team match on Saturday between the House of Black CM Punk and FTR uh CM Punk and FTR House of
1: Black
2: it's
1: for the titles. Who has the
3: titles? House of Black. Yeah, it'll probably be uh, Interference. Because Andrade has issue with House of Black.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it'll probably be Interference. Be a DQ.
3: Yeah, well, you wouldn't be surprised they put another title on Sam Punks, you know. Uh, You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised.
1: Nothing would surprise me, brother.
3: And Ricky Starks turning heel again. And that, that, wasn't, that wasn't surprising at all. I couldn't believe he, he would hit Ricky Steamboat over and over with the belt.
1: <laughs> yeah. Pretty shocking. I,
3: well, Brady, I'll talk to you all next
1: week. All right. Love you, brother. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> uh, I don't know, Kathy. Oh Where my. do you find these people? Where do you find these people? Me, me. You Who booked this crap? Who booked this oh. crap? <laughs> Radboy. what's going on, Radboy? boy? <laughs> Put it this
5: way, I didn't find me. Okay, it was uh, the legendary Bruce
1: Ward that found me. He unearthed you. I thought I thought uh, Dennis Carluzzo found you. Yeah, Dennis Carluzzo, yeah, and Tommy Ferraro. Theater, first. Yeah.
5: But, but Are you going to be uh, at that Wildwood uh, show? I'm looking or at ISPW? the card now. I'm looking yeah. at the card now.
1: They're That's a far cry from going
5: though. It, now, I might be there because they just added another match. It's a for the for the ISPW Tag Team Title match, but it's now open challenge. Who's mm-hmm. that going to be? You, me and you? Could we no. do it?
1: Oh, no. come on, Brady. We
5: could I'll be there with my special Brady. needs friend,
1: Jamie. I already have a special needs friend. going to be, But I'm not teaming okay. with him, so. Yeah.
5: Okay, but I think mean, you should do it. Or, And you shouldn't tell anybody video either. Video.
1: Just hop the crowd and go in.
5: I'm not saying a word. Be surprised. Okay. That'd I be a shock. shock
1: if you didn't say a word.
5: I saw a video earlier today. Okay? Mm
0: hmm. Mm
5: hmm. Do you know who Brian Kenrick is going to be at the restaurant?
1: Ooh, I forget. I did see that he's going to be at the show. Right. You want know me to tell you? Sure. But I still
5: Mr. got to fact Sandman, check it before I ask him. Give me a dream. Give me some drinks. Everything could be a dream. Sandman? Mr. Sandman.
1: Yep. He's, he's a not a wrestling man. man, is he? Yes, he is. I thought you were about that one, boy. Yeah, I'm, try- I'm trying to uh, fact-check that. I feel like that's not true. I'm looking. Here we go. Brian Kendrick. It Can doesn't say who he's facing. It well, doesn't I'm say
5: in facing. I'm in a uh, different face than you. I I think that maybe
1: because you're looking at the poster and the Sandman and Brian Kendrick are next to each other. No, I'm not looking other. at the poster. I'm not looking at the oh.
5: poster. I'm looking at something. Else. Well, we'll see. I you're going to have a steel cage. like you're going to have a steel cage match there. Okay. Okay. It'll be fun. I know, but but this thing about these people here, you know, we got too Duhhadi. Yeah. Okay, right, Fandango.
1: Uh-huh. Fandango. Uh huh. Fandango.
5: That—that's one person I have to meet, Fandango. Why? Oh, uh, he, he was the way, yeah, he was funny and all that other stuff, when he was dancing and all. You know what I'm
1: saying? Oh, Kathy, we life. should we should put Rappley in a flamenco dress and have him go meet her. Meet him. How great would that be? <laughs> He could go do the dango. And uh, what's
5: his name going to be there? Kurt Hawkins.
1: Yeah. he
5: would be nice to see. Crowbar, the uh, legendary Crowbar, you know, the uh, his, his name was at the time was Devin Storm.
1: I'm excited to see Richard Holiday against Brian Myers, who was Kurt Hawkins. I think that'll be great. Holiday I've seen from the ECWA, and I... I Brian Myers, I mean, I've only seen him in WWE live, uh, but, you know, I, I think it's going to be really good. I'm feeling that one. And, and your
5: and your boy's going to be there, okay? Joey Ace, who's that? Joey i got Ace. a couple
1: friends on this show. I'm excited. It's, it's going to be a blast. It is. It's going to be fun. I think this is the best thing that all uh, forever, ever done. No, no,
5: no. Let, so me, uh, 20, let me swing. Let me I want I want to swing shifts for a minute when, when you talk about WrestleMania, okay? <clears throat> okay. All right. What are they? What are they thinking? All right. Think about it. Okay. I'm I'm brain
1: dead yeah,
5: right well, now. I have
1: you. no idea. Uh, what I'm going to tell about. you. I'm going I'm
5: going to tell you. Okay.
1: I wish I wow. Well
5: Wow. Look at this buying left mission WrestleMania tickets to Philadelphia and it's uh and it's Easter week.
1: I don't think it'll be Easter week. Yes,
5: it is Easter week because because why it is that Easter is on March thirty first. And Easter Monday is on uh April Check
1: Okay. So it's the week after Easter.
5: Yeah, but, but it's, it's Easter week. It starts on a Sunday. Easter starts on a Sunday. <laughs> and we up to all up to next Saturday.
1: Kathy, am I, am I just like brain dead? No, don't answer that. But I always thought no, that I, I, Easter I, I, week started I, I, on, like, Holy Thursday and ended on, like, Monday or Tuesday. No. No.
2: Well, he says no.
1: Break it. He thinks he knows everything about Easter because he was born in an egg. He was
2: born in
5: an egg. <laughs> yeah, but, but I tell you what, though. Why? Next year, twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Okay, 2025 Mm-hmm Easter Falls on a Sunday the next April 20th And my birthday is the next day Happy birthday to me In 2025
1: Easter Yep, e- Easter 2025 Yeah, you're right That's late for Easter uh, and on uh, 2030,
5: okay, Easter is right there on my birthday, April
1: 21st. So, <coughs> this is fascinating. Ain't, ain't that this, something? This is absolutely fascinating. God, I hope Brian Kendrick's not listening right now.
2: <laughs>
5: hey, 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 Brian Kendrick's listening. Hey, Brian, listen up. I'm going to show up in Wildwood. I'm going to shake your hand and say, you're a very nice guy. And after that, I'm just going to pick you up and body slam you. Okay, body can- Okay, uh, Brian Kenrich? Well, I hope you can hear that.
2: Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
5: Where is my life
1: going?
5: Uh, I might be in trouble now.
1: Yep, and you, can you, end-
5: you can end my career right there and then. Just pin me and that's yep. it. It's over. You could say it ended before it started. And after that, you could you could take me right off the boardwalk, down to the uh, to the sand there, and walk me down to the down to the ocean there, and just threw me in an
1: ocean. And that's
5: it. I will I yeah. would swim from there. I would swim from there to Mexico. Okay.
1: All right. Enough of this nonsense. Great to talk to you, <laughs> uh, it's Nice
5: talking to you. Talk to You're
1: weird. You're a weirdo.
5: Ha- ha- have fun with Brian Kenricks.
1: All, All right. right,
5: and tell him All what right. I tell him
1: what I said. All right, brother. All right. Okay, you know I will. Goodbye. You'll buy You next know one. I will. You know I will. I I won't, Kathy. I won't. Steve-O,
5: what's going How on, much? Steve? <laughs>
7: uh, I'm not at home, but I was listening in. Figure I'd. Uh, check it out
1: for the interview. Yeah, yeah. we got a, we got about four minutes until Brian joins us on the show. I know you sent me a bunch I of actually, questions you'd like me to ask. i I, I got to see how things go. I know go, you won't. But, uh,
7: yeah, I know you won't have time for all of them, because 30 minutes. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm assuming
1: it, it'll be about 30 minutes. You. Thank you. I appreciate it. They're always good to fall back on, actually. So.
7: Um, I'm a little nervous doing, uh, to ask him about
1: conspiracy theories, though.
7: Right. I don't think I'm gonna. When do I, was that. Working,
1: I I don't know. Maybe I should.
7: When I was working uh, security locally, I saw like Rich Swan uh, at a show, and I asked him, I "Was like, did you ever ride with Kendrick?" And he was like, "Yeah, you never know what he would, uh, you know, talk about." Because I really like the uh, uh, what was that on the road. I can't remember what show that was, but it was, like, him and Jack Gallagher at an episode of that show.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 uh, uh, Road Stewart, no, um, uh, yeah, I forget what it was called. I forget. I know what Ride you mean, on. though, where they drive around Ride in the car along. to the hotel. Ride
2: Along. yeah.
1: Kathy should have been the host of that show. Yeah, Seth,
2: that
1: yeah I got some stories. good. Better call Kathy. I have stories about both of them in the car. (laughs) I'm sure you do. Did
7: you ever, did you ever drive Spanky around?
2: All the time.
1: All the time.
5: Did he ever get Spanky
2: with you? Oh, shut up. (laughs) And then Paul London, who's affectionately known as Wafflehead. (laughs) I thought he was Tinfoilhead. No, he's Wafflehead. <laughs>
1: Whopperhead. Uh, who do you think would be Whopperhead from The Callers? Dustin? Rat Boy, maybe? To
2: say. Oh, God, I don't even want to go there.
1: Ratboy Boy would be, like, Expired Cheesehead. That would be Rat Boy. <laughs>
7: Yeah. All right. No joke.
1: Um, all right,
5: brother. We, um, <laughs> all right, brother.
7: We as fans, we as fans, you know, collect toys. One of mine, actually got, uh, I think I went to a store and found a, re- uh, Finley. I think it was like an antique store. I found like a Finley figure and a Kendrick figure. And they actually had a match together a long time ago. I think like those six. So it was pretty cool, okay. like, seeing those in person. So, like, I've been. Uh, kind of fan of his work for a while, Kendrick.
1: Me too. I, I think this interview is going to be a blast. Actually, I, I, I'm really so we're, excited we're, for he, it.
7: Is he is he working an event in your area like coming up? I was wondering like how this interview got together.
1: Uh, well, the interview came through Kathy, who saw him, I guess, at uh, Icons. But he is he does have a round of events okay. in the area coming up in the Philly area. So, but I, that's kind of unrelated, well, right. I think, isn't it, Kathy?
2: Yeah, Friday the um, 27th, he's in Williamstown. <coughs> no, twenty fifth. he's in Williamstown, Twenty sixth. he's in Walwood. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah, I know he's doing the ISPW show. The other one was like something with On Point, right? Wasn't that what uh, it was?
2: Well, not... Um, I think it's Stan Styles' group. Yeah. He went... You know, he okay. wants to see a uh, building. Oh, is it the intergender
1: Bonanza stuff?
2: Uh, I don't know if it's intergender, but yeah, he's there. It's his Paul London. Okay. And uh, I, think,
7: I think the last, the most recent of his works that I really enjoyed the most was probably his Magic Code of Ibushi in the Cruiseway Classic. And they busted uh Burning Hammer. That was nuts. Oh, my
1: God. It was nuts. It was nuts. Steve, I hate to cut you off, but we actually have him on the line right now, and I don't want to keep him waiting. We're talking about the man, and I mean the man, the Brian Kendrick joining us on the line. Kathy, have I told you how much I love you? This is so exciting. What's going on, Brian?
6: Hey, thanks for having me. How's it going? Uh, Doing really
1: well. (laughs) I have Kathy Kathy with me here, so. Yeah, like I said, we're we're so excited, Brian. I mean, you have had such a remarkable career, all these different companies and all these different accomplishments and stuff. Uh, it, it must be surreal for you, I'm guessing, coming up as a wrestling fan. Um, do you ever just want to look back at everything and just kind of pinch yourself?
6: Uh, no, that would be too crazy. <laughs> <laughs> just to pinch yourself, whatever, my madman. Um, <laughs> I think uh Okay, okay, okay. Uh <laughs> uh No, I don't I don't often go back. Um, but you know, occasionally I do, do uh interviews like this and it forces me to reminisce and and uh and it is nice sometimes.
1: Well, like I said, you you've accomplished so much, uh eh? so many different companies. Uh, I mean, I guess kinda to start off, um there are a lot of people listening that grew up really loving Shawn Michaels and, and everything that he was able to accomplish in the ring. And you're one of those rare few that got to come up through his school with a number of just tremendous names. Um, I don't know how active he was in actually training you, but what was that experience like? Kind of learning from the Heartbreak Kid and more specifically his school.
6: It was great. I, I think he's the. Uh, I mean, he's the best. Uh, you know, as far as uh, American. Style of modern pro wrestling. Um, I think he's the perfect template. Uh, so it's was, it was amazing. And on top of that, I was a fan of his work, not just an admirer for what he does, but I, I enjoyed it too. Um, so yeah, if I could have picked anybody to train with, it would have been Shawn Michaels, and I was lucky enough for that to happen.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool, and it was a really short window, kind of where he had that school going. Um but if you look at like your career and some of the other careers that it kinda helped to put their names out there, I, I, I think it was a remarkable thing. Um Brian, looking back on like your career, is there any like one particular moment or, or, or a match or, or anything like that that uh you just kinda looked at that and thought like, wow, this is this is about as good as
6: it's gonna get? Uh no. <laughs> okay. Okay. And said, no, Brady. But yeah, the answer is, is is no. I guess I've never, I've never had a match and and said, well, that's it. That's as good as it's gonna <laughs> get. Um, be, because I I, just, I haven't had those matches that have, have satisfied me so,
1: Okay. One of the listeners wants to know what it was like, uh, kind of teaming up with Paul London and and I guess it was Ashley as well. Uh, doing the stuff for WWE. What what was that experience like for you,
6: working with Paul? Yeah, it was nice. I thought uh, thought Paul and I really gelled well together. We had a lot of fun. We had a similar style. Um, Yeah, it was really, uh, uh, as far as my career goes, and anybody I meet at a convention or interviews like this, that seems to be uh, wrestling fans' favorite part of of my career uh is, is the tag teamwork that I've done.
1: Okay, very good. Um I, I, I thought it was really cool. Um because you had really not one not two but you really had kind of three separate runs with WWE alone and each one was kind of well defined in its own way. Um, in particular the third one, when they were really focusing on the cruiserweights and 205 Live and the Cruiserweight Classic. And it was like, for a little while there, um, you were the top cruiserweight in the world. I know I'm grossly oversimplifying things, but you definitely were. You know, you were, you were a focal point of that division. And, and I thought it was so cool to see you kind of get that opportunity as a fan. Um, what was it like kind of, being a cruiserweight during that time, did you feel like it was the focus that WWE tried to present it as?
6: I thought it was a great opportunity. And and it was the okay. third time or fourth time I'd been hired um, based off of a, a cruiserweight resurgence. So it wasn't the first time I'd, I'd seen or been involved with the WWF or WWE getting excited about the cruiserweights. And I've also seen that, Seen that interest die, you know, uh, when the cruiserweight belt had disappeared. Um, so I never suspected it was going to last forever, uh, and it didn't. But the few years that it did last, uh, two or five live was a fantastic show. I thought.
1: Why do you think it is that WWE has never really been able to kind of sustain a cruiserweight division like WCW and uh, Japan and Mexico? Like, there's just been so many instances where it worked. But in WWE, it never really seems to catch on.
6: I think it's because cruiserweights aren't aren't physically larger than life. I think it I, – I just – I'm guessing, I'm assuming that a lot of the reason that the general audience – doesn't like cruiserweight wrestling or doesn't, or doesn't hunger for it the most. And the reason that the uh, that Vince hasn't pushed it in the past, because the average male audience member thinks that they can beat up a cruiserweight. So what's the point of watching somebody compete when I think I can beat them up? I think that's the reason for lack of appeal. of Cruiserweight wrestling, um, but it's not a fight. It's a fantastic performance, and so I think that gets lost in all of it.
1: Okay. And WWE definitely has like a history of really focusing on the like you said, the larger than life guys. Um mm. I'm guessing and maybe I'm reading too much into it, but do you think that like your size played a factor in not really getting as far as you probably could have in WWE specifically?
6: It it, it was it certainly wasn't the deciding factor. Um you know okay. the deciding factor was was my attitude, my, my lack of of hard work, you know, uh, opportunities that I, I screwed up, um, you know, but it's a TV show. So they want people to whatever. I mean, they don't know what it is they're looking for until they get it. And it comes in the form of the rock or it comes in the form of John Cena or Stone Cold or Hulk Hogan or Kofi Kingston. They don't know what form it's going to come in. um, and so, I've I've never I guess I can never be mad if, or think that an opportunity was taken away from me because it was never an opportunity there to, to be had. You know, it's not my company; it's their company, their sure, show. Sure. So, yeah, I don't I don't ever get upset about that.
1: Okay, I don't want to dwell on negative at all, but it sounds like you have a little bit of regret with how you've handled things in the past. Um, uh, anything in particular that like you would maybe have done differently in your career?
6: Oh just been more grateful. Um, you know, this is certainly okay. my, my time prior to the cruiserweight run, um, when I was uh, late twenties, early thirties, before being let go years ago. Uh yeah, you know, I acted real foolishly and, and hopefully I've matured since then. But um that all that to say is it's not it, I the reason I didn't become a superstar it has nothing to do with my height. it has to do with with me my my lack of having and okay. what it takes yeah
1: hmm okay it's interesting I, I like I said, I always thought your matches were fantastic, but uh that's the fan kind of sitting at ringside absolutely um one of the listeners actually wants to know um what if any would be like your favorite time from wrestling outside of what you spent with WWE. I know you were with a lot of different companies and uh did a lot of different stuff.
6: Me mean, my personally, not not what time period yeah, yeah, I yeah. enjoyed watching.
1: Um Well, I mean be, we could do that too, but I yeah, I think they mean as far as your career.
6: Yeah, it, it would be it would be early 2000s uh doing both Ring of Honor and uh 01. So my, my yeah, that okay. that would have been my most favorite time.
1: Okay. Any any matches from those times? I again, you did a lot. I mean anything kinda of jumped out at you as like a favorite?
6: Um, no, it's it's hard to say. Um
0: mm-hmm.
6: you know, maybe maybe uh Kasayashi and myself versus uh Takaiwa and Ishii uh might have be been my favorite match that I thought oh, in a bunch.
1: Yeah, that's cool. That's really cool, um <laughs> I know more recently, and I'm sure further back than more recently, but uh you've taken to uh to training the next generation i know um I know you uh you run your own school. I actually know somebody that went through your school and um he well now she speaks very highly of you and and the time mm. that they spent with your school. Um, I know that you produce for WWE in and, and particular. I, I heard a story about Ronda Rousey. I don't know if that's true, but, like, uh, the experience of um, kind of molding younger wrestlers and, and helping them along in their careers, how rewarding has that been for you?
6: Um, yeah, it's nice. You know, it, it's uh, when I get to see, you know, like, like my buddy Ross doing doing well over there in Noah, you know, uh, Huxley out there. That makes me really happy. Oh nice. he's a good you know, yeah. he's a good kid. He's who's getting to see the world thanks to wrestling. Uh oh, he's getting to live his dreams. Uh it's nice. I, I don't have children, but I imagine it's this is some sort of you know, lesser version of that, the kind of joy you feel from from seeing these kids uh succeed. <laughs> And the nice part is you don't have to do anything, you know you don't you don't feel any of the pain that they feel along with it. So that's nice too.
1: Yeah, that, that that's really nice. That that's cool. Uh, any advice that you like to give them from what you've experienced?
6: Well, my advice to any kid would just be put in the work. That's it. It's up to you. Okay. Put in the work.
1: Okay, very cool. Um, now we were talking earlier about like kind of your favorite time uh watching wrestling I guess kind of growing or coming up um any uh anybody in particular that you really looked up to or or any period where like for you like that's just as good as wrestling was ever going to get
6: um yeah that, so I don't think it's the best uh as far as technique but the time of enjoyment for me was going to be the the uh, late 80s because uh, that's okay. just when I was a child watching it. You know, the Ultimate Warrior, Hulk Hogan, WrestleMania six, any but of, any of that uh, that era of WWF to me that's that was just the magic time <laughs> at just the right age for me.
1: <laughs>
5: I uh, I understand that. Would, would
6: have been my favorite. You like that era? <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, no, I love that era. Yeah, that, that, I mean, we're you know, you're probably a little younger than me, but we're. We're about the same. I, I definitely um, I definitely like that era. I always tell Kathy that my first real memory of wrestling, well, I, I guess it wasn't really my first memory, but the first time that they really hooked me was when Earthquake sat on Hulk Hogan, and my grandmother okay. got up and cheered. And I couldn't believe it. I was like, how could you cheer for that? But um, I went to bed that night terrified of Earthquake. John Tenno was going to kill me. Um, it, 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 it's amazing how it draws you in. As a fan,
6: it, it, it really yeah, is. Yeah, That's always going to be the best there. <laughs> the stuff you watched as a kid, yeah.
1: Right, right. Um, now, obviously, today, WWE has a little bit of competition with AEW. Have you been keeping up with, like, the current wrestling product between the two? And uh, what do you like about them?
6: I don't. It uh, Really? Uh, sadly Brady, yeah, i I'd, be, I'd become too... Uh, bitter, sad, and frustrated if I watch any of those oh. products. Yeah. I'm
1: sorry to hear that. I'm sorry yeah, to hear yeah, that. There's a lot of good stuff going on.
6: Yeah.
1: No, I just think there's a lot of good stuff going on. Oh, know, I have just, no uh, doubt. Yeah. Yeah,
6: I have no doubt. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, let's see here. Kathy, did you have anything for Brian?
5: Just
2: kind of yeah. going through the listeners. First uh, of all, First of all, I just want to thank you for always being such a good friend, Brian.
6: Oh, Kathy, it's very sweet of you to say.
2: And like you said about not having kids and watching your trainees go on, that's how you guys have made me feel.
6: Oh, shucks. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's really
1: cool. That's really cool.
2: In a couple of weeks when you're back here in Jersey, um, you know, um, it'll be good to see you and Paul in in Williamstown.
6: Yeah, it's just a few weeks out now at this point.
2: Yeah, and if you need a ride down to Wildwood the next day, just let me know.
6: You're more than welcome
2: to <laughs> ride with us.
6: I <laughs> you know. a great I
2: log, they have a yeah. great log swim ride down there.
6: Oh, so is that right? <laughs>
2: Oh
6: yeah, you you like the log flumes,
1: Brian? Kathy keeps talking about them like they're the most amazing thing.
2: I love
6: I, log flumes. I do like them. Yes, I do like them.
1: Yes. I, I'm I'm a baby. Like I don't like to be dropped really fast. That's my thing. Like the the sudden, you know, that, well, that feeling like someone is pushing on my groin. Well, Well, I like to stand on the bridge and get wet, so it's all good. Uh, (laughs) I am excited, though, because I'm going to be at that ISTW show as well. So I I, I can't wait to check it out. It's going to be really cool. Um, One of the listeners did want to ask me, did want to ask you specifically about uh, the little bit of time that you had in New Japan Pro Wrestling there for a couple of years. Um, You had some pretty cool matchups. I'm trying to remember offhand. I, I think like Jushin Liger and Kushida, Tiger Mask, I think. Um what was it like to kind of be in the ring with those kind of legends? Um, Tanahashi, too. Not, That's right.
6: Yeah, I mean it, it cool. It was real cool. I I've been lucky though I you know, I I gotta do Japan as a younger man as well, so um Yeah. It it was uh it was very nice. Um but I I'd also spent some time with some Japanese legends uh prior to that, so I guess it was uh not the thrill. It, it, it might be if I'd never met other Japanese legends. That's a terrible way of explaining okay, that. Okay. Okay. There you go.
1: Is um, is it more difficult or, or just different to wrestle in another country versus like here?
6: It's just different. I mean, it, it can be it can be difficult just because of all the other things that go with it. Um, you know, not being able to communicate with just strangers in the building. Uh so there's all those sorts of difficulties. But no, wrestling's wrestling. As long as you've got a competent opponent, you're gonna be you're gonna be in business.
4: Very cool. Very cool.
1: Uh well Brian, like I I appreciate so much you just giving us this little bit of time here tonight. Um if people want to kind of keep up with you online, what's your social media presence like? Uh
6: Mr Brian Kendrick
1: Mr. Brian Kendrick, I like it. By the way, I hey. as a side, for years on my website, I was vbradyhicks.com. Uh, oh, nice. you no. Know, v. Brady Hicks. And, and uh, I just thought it was so cool how you did that. I, I, I sound like a stupid tool bag, but, uh, you know, I, uh, <laughs> I was a fan, like I said. And, and I just thought that was the coolest thing. And, and Kathy will tell you, I, I did that for years. Thank you for not suing me. Uh, or I guess well, I should well, thank WWE I, for not suing me.
6: Yeah, I wish <laughs> I wish Brady, I could have I could have uh, taken credit for that. That was Vince McMahon, D. Brian Kendrick, really? who came up with that name. Okay. Yeah, yep, yeah, he sure did. Of all the He's people, though,
1: like of all the people to do that for.
6: Yeah, yeah, man, I I uh, uh really blessed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well,
1: like I said, you you've been uh. You've been amazing, and as a fan, getting to sit and watch it all, I just think it's great. Um, Brian, before we let you go, I have a huge favor to ask. I'm hoping it's okay. Um, would we be able to get you to record a bumper for us to play on the beginning of the show?
6: Yeah, you got it. Not a problem.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, so the name of the show is In the Room. If you could just tell people who you are and remind them that they're listening to In the Room, we'll uh, we'll have you on your way.
6: Oh, Beautiful. Uh, in, right, cool. your, in your room? It, it, in the room. In the room. Okay, you yeah. got it.
4: Whenever hello, pro ready.
6: wrestling fans. Yep. Hello, pro wrestling fans. Sorry. Sorry.
1: Try it again. I'm sorry.
6: You're good? I
1: you asked up. I'm good now.
6: Okay, in three, two, hello, pro wrestling fans. This is pro wrestler Brian Kendrick, and you're listening to In the Room.
1: Brian, thank you so much for the time tonight. I, I am truly blessed to uh, have gotten this
6: opportunity. And, and oh, thank you, very Kathy. And you. Well. Thanks, for, thanks for having me, both of you. Thank you, Kathy. Thanks, Brian. I'll see you in a couple weeks. All right. You guys take care. See you soon. Yep.
1: Take care. See you, Brian. All right.
6: mm-hmm.
1: There you Bye. have it. There you go. Brian Kendrick. Uh, and uh, what an amazing uh, what an amazing time, Kathy. I, I, I really like that guy. He's so soft-spoken uh, some of the questions, yes, it was really a little is. bit like, uh, like he's, I wouldn't have thought he was introverted, but he really came off as
2: that, you know? It, it was like, just so humble, really. Yes, he's very humble. And you know what? Yeah. Like I said, when, what I said I met was, um, those guys have been like my kids, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess you've seen you them know? come
1: up from like the Ring of Honor days and stuff, so. Yeah. We yep. are truly blessed to do what we do. I mean, I, I I know it doesn't happen as often, but we're truly blessed. We really are. Um, yeah. So that 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 was cool. That was really cool. Um, and thank you to Brian Kendrick. Uh, we do have one more caller, but I'm not expecting her to be there. Let's go to it real quick. Uh, we have Tora down in St. Louis. What's going on, Tora? Three, two, one. All right, no Torah. I'm all right with that, Kathy. I think I'm good. I think I'm good. That was was a fun little show. It was a great interview. Um, We should talk about the next couple weeks, by the way, because we have a couple things going on, both on the show and off. Uh, First of all, let's do on the show, okay? So in the next three weeks, we are going to have on – Former ECWA star, Mike Tobin. He was the tag team partner Whoa. for Mozart, Fontaine, in the Chick, Fagn- Chick Magnets. Uh, so we're going to have him. He's down in Florida now. I'm excited. I haven't talked to him since he was an active wrestler out in Delaware. So, I mean, it's been years. Wow. Other than when he – but he randomly called into the show, if you remember, when we lined up Mozart, Fontaine. And uh, so, yeah, we're going to have Mike Tobin coming on. I'm excited about that. Uh, we're going to have – Kathy, I'm not – Really familiar with this guy as much. His name—he was like um, Terry Sapolsky or something like that. Are you familiar with mm-hmm.
2: that name? I'm we can. It's the Warlord.
1: The Warlord. I, think I
2: know that man.
1: <laughs> yeah, and Brian. It's funny because Brian's talking about like when we grew up and like the wrestling that we saw as children being our favorite. I always had a hard time getting behind the powers of pain, Kathy, because I saw the Warlord. Wearing the Phantom of the Opera mask with a scepter that had a W on it, that was my warlord. <laughs> but we're gonna talk about all that warlord stuff. The warlord barbarian, uh, I, he was he was he was amazing. And again, he was very much a part of my childhood. Um, I used to fantasy book when I was younger, and warlord would be somebody that I would have beating Hulk Hogan in a championship match because he had the size. He certainly had the ability. Yep. He he could talk,
2: he was good. It was, I, I saw well, the no last, reason
1: why this guy wasn't pushed to the top.
2: Well the last icons, um I picked him up this Friday night when he came in and he's like, We I need to get food. So we went to Oregon Diner yeah. and next day I picked up he and uh Barbarian, who I absolutely adore. He's such a which which pe yeah, people are like, mm, really? Uh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and after the show, he was like, Cas I'm like, yeah, very soft, soft-spoken. Can, can we go to the diner again? Yeah, sure, no problem. I mean, two were the most sweetest people, and I, I was joking around with, um, with, um, Warlord, I mean, with Barbarian, I said, you know, it cracks me up, all the guys always call me mom. Right, and he goes. He goes. That is because we all love you, and that just means that's because you your so mommy. Like, that's why we call like you mommy. Him. Shut up. He like no, 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 no. That's right. no, no, no. That's great. No, no, no. Ellen, and by the way, congratulations to he, to her and Buddy for finally getting engaged. I, I think know. He's absolutely awesome. Buddy is such an it's sweet a sweet guy, and he I, deserves I love to be Buddy. happy.
1: I love Buddy. Great. I think he's amazing. Uh, yeah, I, and I, you know, prefer personally, professionally. He, he was awesome. Um, uh, it's nice yeah. not to have that competition hanging over my head with him anymore, uh, which is, <laughs> that's a good thing, too. Because always in the back of my head, you know, there was always that little bit of want. No, I'm only playing. I'm only playing. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, um, so, anyways, so yeah, Mike Tobin, the Warlord. And then uh, also, before the Wildwood show, ISPW, we're going to have Tommy Fierro come on. That's the part. Oh,
2: good. Good.
1: Yeah. And Tommy and I go way back. I, I'm sure I've told you before, but he used to run that Who Slamming Who podcast network. That's where I got my start doing all this was through yes, him.
2: Yes, I do remember that.
1: <coughs> yes. And I used to be <coughs> a frequent attendee of ISPW in like the late – Two thousand you know, eight, nine, ten, around there. Uh, eleven, probably even twelve before he started to uh, go on a hiatus. When he ran
2: his shows when he ran his shows down in Wildwood years and years ago in the yeah. old convention center. Yeah. <clears throat> I'd be down there every week and we do all the um get all the names of everybody that came in, you know, for um his mailing list.
1: Yeah.
5: Yeah.
1: So yeah. that
3: no,
1: that and, 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 yeah. that very successful, I, I got to say, and and I ragged on him for years. It was all in fun. Uh but, you know, it, you talk about a guy with hustle. Um I reconnected with him at the Super 8 this year because he came with uh Rick Recon. And you know, so we were hanging out a little bit. I I introduced him to Joey Ace and and uh you know, he uh it, it's cool. It's just it, it it it'll be cool to uh To be back at a Tommy show, like I said, it's been so long, Um, but they're they're always top-notch. So, yeah, so Mike Tobin, Warlord, Tommy Fierro coming up on the show um, in the next couple weeks. Uh, We also have, obviously, I don't know if you have any other wrestling shows coming up, but you and I will both be at the ISPW show in Wildwood. What is it, the Brawl on the Boardwalk or whatever? Bash on the Boardwalk? Whatever it's called. Well, I'll be there. I'm actually taking my special needs friend, Jamie. I I think you met him once, Kathy. I I used to always take him to the WWE shows in Wildwood when they ran. I worked with him at Acme when we were younger. So we've been buddies for a long time. So Uh, Jamie's really excited. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm trying to decide if I want to splurge for a near the front seat or not. uh, Just because he gets so much out of it, you know. It's always nice to see. Um, So we have that. Uh, ECWA is coming up September 16th. That's Night of Unusual Matches, and that's also the night that I'm going to be going into the Hall of Fame. I'm excited about that. Tickets and information, com. Anything else you wanted to plug, Kathy? Um, not
2: really, not right
1: now. Maybe next week. <laughs> okay. Maybe next week, and, I, and I'll be back on Tuesday. Like I said, it's... Uh, now that my honeymoon's over, I have a little bit of time ahead of me. I mean I'm sure there'll be random dates that I can't make or something, but we should be on for the foreseeable future. So thank you for everybody for your patience with everybody, for, with everything. Thank you for checking out this episode of In the Room right here on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network, vocnation.com and your favorite podcast platforms. Uh, thank you to the callers, thank you to the best bro I could ever ask for. Thank you to Brian Kendrick for taking the time to be on the show here tonight. It is so appreciated. And Kathy, you're a sweetheart for setting it up. I really appreciate it. Uh yeah, that's it. Everybody be good to each other. Take care. And we'll see you guys on Tuesday. Bye bye.
4: This is a total package. Lex Luger, you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network
1: check out In The Room
6: every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in.
1: Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stroh Maestro, Cassie Fitz, Matt Grimm.
5: And you know later we there too, right, Wade? We sure are. And we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more.
1: It's a heck of a party. Plus,
5: I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then nothing.
7: Nothing get breaking, either.
5: Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous.
1: We were getting into like snuff film territory there.
4: In the room.
1: 9 p.m. Eastern on
0: VOC Nation.
4: Yo, this is Jerry Stag with the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs. Nah, there You get get nasty.
0: VOC Nation hosts will include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer, The Maestro, former Impact performer, Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor, Brady Hick; and former Philadelphia radio personality, Bruce Works. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these
4: guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Phil After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, talking here with uh, Arne Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1",
0: Well, I think, uh, I don't
4: know what to say, but I, well, I want to say one thing. Bruno was a L.A. champion. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time.
0: Please go after, out um, there, and once again, we're speaking here with, Bruno you know, San Martino. You know, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiant? Well,
5: actually, it was a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a did loss. Did
0: have anything to do?
5: Well, yes, but the whole thing is if you rules, as I always understood, and wanted to do the title, could only be lost by ten or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh,
4: it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com vocnation vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history.